And welcome back, everybody. We're talking to San Diego CEOs and business. There we go. Today, we've got another super guest. We've got serial entrepreneur, president, and co-founder of LaunchBoom, Will Ford is here. Hey, Will. Hey, Bob. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for spending a little bit of time with us. It's going to be fun because you've got a really, really cool and interesting uh, topic and a long history of being an entrepreneur. Uh, but let's set it up a little bit and maybe give us the two-minute pitch for Launch Boom. Yeah, so being a serial entrepreneur, I've built multiple businesses from the ground up. And I've also been super fortunate to have a couple of big exits along the way. I've also had some epic failures as well, Bob, uh, <laughs> like most entrepreneurs out there. And believe it or not, but it's those failures that I'm probably most grateful for, just because that's where the learning really happens. Um, on my side, um, I started LaunchBoom back in 2015 after exiting my previous company, which was called Petbox. Uh, Petbox was a subscription e-commerce company. Um, I would ship boxes of like toys and treats to dog and cat owners all over America. And uh, that was a really fun business. I, Within a two-year period, I took that business from 1,000 monthly um, subscribers to over 53,000 monthly subscribers. Wow. And um, yeah, we were just one of the largest in the space at the time. And uh, I learned a lot about digital marketing, influencer marketing, and mainly Facebook advertising and marketing. And so when I exited that business in early 2015, I was already dabbling in the crowdfunding space, um, you know, working on Kickstarter, Indiegogo launches. And at the time, I couldn't believe the returns we were seeing from the digital marketing dollars that we were putting into some of these projects. Um, long story short, you know, with, you know, $10,000, $20,000 in ad budget, um, if you work that budget smart, and um, really puts the time into preparing the deal before you launched by building a hyper-focused community of people interested in the project, I found that you could drive massive launches on Kickstarter, on Indiegogo. So you could turn like a very small $10,000, $20,000 ad budget into hundreds of thousands of dollars in pre-sales on Kickstarter and Indiegogo. And I think that's kind of where the idea, the light bulb turned on, was just realizing that crowdfunding is such a safer way for entrepreneurs out there that are looking to launch consumer products. Um, it allows them to pre-sell thousands of units to people worldwide, take all that money up front before they have to place the manufacturing and eventually deliver the product to those backers from Kickstarter, from Indiegogo. So at the time, I just couldn't believe that this plat these platforms were available. I couldn't believe that there was such a smarter, safer way to validate demand and launch new consumer products without taking on so much risk. Because prior to crowdfunding, Bob, I was the guy taking all the risk. If I had a really cool product idea, I'd have to figure out cooling, manufacturing. Um, I'd have to put 50% payment up front on my largest volume manufacturing order that I was comfortable placing. Because also when you place larger volume orders with your manufacturers, 
you usually get better price breaks per unit with economies right. of scale. So I'd always try to be as aggressive as I could with placing the largest order I was comfortable placing. But at the end of the day, my marketing strategy, my marketing plan would have to work so I could actually move that volume. Otherwise, I'm stuck with all this inventory I can't move. And I've been there before and it's scary. It's not fun, um, especially when you've got $100,000 invested into a product launch and you're just you know, keeping the fingers crossed that your marketing plan strategy works so that you can actually liquidate that inventory so you can place larger volume behind it and continue to grow and scale the brand. So the beauty of crowdfunding, the way we look at it at LaunchBoom today is it's just the best way to pre-sell product and generate a much stronger return from those digital ad budgets compared to uh, traditional channels. Uh, for example, like e-commerce, if you're gonna do an e-commerce launch, the reason we like crowdfunding is you get a much, much bigger lift because there are millions, tens of millions of people on those platforms looking for really cool new products. Um, as long as you make them feel like they're getting a discount off retail, they're happy to give you their money and they're happy to wait up to 12 months for you to figure out how to manufacture and deliver it to them. So it really wow. is a safer model that better protects the entrepreneur. So, so Will... If, if I've got a product and you, you mentioned consumer product is, is the, usually the, the best way to go, the most. Manufacturing process. Yeah. So sorry, Bob, you cut out for a second. Can you repeat that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, if I've got a product and you mentioned consumer products is, is the most effective, I can actually test that it's it's like a prototype test of the product up front and, and the money will come in up front. Yeah, I mean, Bob, that's exactly right. I mean, that's what makes crowdfunding so appealing to me and all of my clients is the fact that if they come to LaunchBoom and they've got a prototype that looks good enough to photograph, it may not even work. We can literally do the product validation uh, and potentially take that all the way through a crowdfunding launch and pre-sale before they even place that first manufacturing order. So again, it, it's a much smarter way, safer way for entrepreneurs looking to validate new product ideas, um, as long as they can just get that prototype created, which today it's, it's pretty easy to do. Yeah, and so uh, this is great. It's really, you're, it's, it's a, a strategy to market as far as you're, you're taking the, the, the helping with videos, data marketing strategy it's kind of a pre-launch launch totally totally like um so just to kind of you know answer your your previous question like like how did this all get started so um having you know worked on a handful of projects crowdfunding projects in 2014 going into 2015 i exited petbox my previous company um i realized that there was a massive opportunity here in crowdfunding because the crowdfunding um, landscape was growing by leaps and bounds year in, year out, literally like doubling, tripling growth every year um, since I've been a part of it back in 2014, 2015. And the opportunity I saw was really supporting the entrepreneur because Kickstarter, Indiegogo, what they're more focused on are the backers, the community that's on their platform, just delivering the best possible experience there. But they weren't supporting the entrepreneurs as much. Because a lot of entrepreneurs thought, well, hey, I've got a prototype. I can just build a campaign page and go live and go raise hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, that was true in the early days of Kickstarter and Indiegogo back in like 2008, 2009, when they first opened their doors. But when other entrepreneurs realized that 
people were raising hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in pre-sales. They're like, wait a minute, I want to do this too. So the landscape became much more competitive. So the idea I came up with was, hey, why not build an agency focused on supporting the entrepreneur so that everyone can go raise hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in pre-sales on Kickstarter, on Indiegogo. And so the idea was, hey, let's slow it down. Let's actually take the time necessary, maybe three, four months before the launch, and let's figure out where the demand really is. Let's figure out who wants to buy the product. Let's figure how to properly price that product so we can maximize average order value, make more margin for the entrepreneur. And then let's build a hyper-focused audience of people that are super engaged and excited and ready to buy the product before we launch. That way, when we turn on the Kickstarter, we turn on the Indiegogo, we have what I call as a launch boom effect. That's why I named the business launch boom. And what that means is we always set a campaign funding goal that we know we can hit based on the pre-launch data, the, the audiences that we built that are ready to buy. So when we launch our campaigns, what you'll notice with launch boom is our campaign goals are usually pretty low, usually somewhere between ten and $50,000, depending upon that pre-launch data. So when we turn on the campaign and we send out that first email marketing blast, we get the entire project funded within usually the first five or 10 minutes. And when that happens, two things happen. First, we become one of the most popular projects on Kickstarter or Indiegogo. So now we climb their rankings. We get top placement on more pages and we get more access to that massive organic audience of tens of millions of people. So now we're able to benefit from that free traffic that we're getting from the platform. And we're really good at converting that traffic into more backers, more sales, every day we're live. The second reason that's important is for backer confidence. When backers see that the project get, gets funded super quick, they now know that the project's actually gonna get funded, which means that it's gonna get manufactured and delivered. So now backers that think it's a cool product that are interested are also more likely to convert. So it helps us with conversions every day we're live. So the, the idea here is, hey, let's build these massive audiences that are super focused, the highest quality leads you can create to support any launch. So when we turn on the crowdfunding campaigns, we always deliver successful outcomes for our clients. So that's another reason, Bob, like why we have 100% success rate, because we're doing the heavy lifting before the launch. Right. Right. And what are you seeing right now from your clients, from the customers? Is, is there an increase in activity? Yeah. So the pandemic was probably the greatest thing that ever happened to launch boom and crowdfunding. Um, as more and more people are working from home remotely, they're spending much more time on social media. So we're getting a lot more click-through rates on our ads. We're getting better returns on our ads. And we're actually having much, much bigger campaign outcomes over like the last 12, 18 months. So um, that's part of it. The second part of it would be, you know, today we've got clients in 50 countries outside the United States. So we do work in an international marketplace and we're able to support entrepreneurs worldwide, which is super exciting for me being an entrepreneur. But every single day, Bob, I get phone calls from people all over the world and they say, Will, I want to pre-sell a million dollars of my product on Kickstarter Indiegogo. How much do I have to spend to do that? And at the end of the day, do I even make any money? And can I actually realistically do that? And so what we've also learned over the years, Bob, in building the system and team here at LaunchBoom is that not every product does reach a million dollars. In fact, one-tenth of one percent 
of total projects that have ever launched on Kickstarter or Indiegogo have actually exceeded a million. So the first answer out of my mouth to a new client is, hey, that's probably not going to happen. You know, for us to exceed a million dollars, we've done it. We do it every year, but it's probably a fraction of our total clients that we work with that actually achieve that. Um, so then they say, well, if that's the case, well, well, how much can I expect to raise? And so we've built a system here at LaunchBoom called Test Boom, because the answer to their question is we don't know until we take your prototype, we create some marketing assets, we build our Facebook, Instagram ads, we have our web developers come in, build our lead and reservation funnels, so we can figure out whether or not there is enough demand to support a six or seven figure outcome. Mm -hmm. And then once we get through all of this testing, which usually takes about two months from start to finish for us to get through, we can actually show our clients more than enough data to now show them, hey, based on the data, we actually believe we can get to a quarter million campaign or a half million dollar campaign or maybe a million dollars or more based on the data. And now we can actually better mitigate their risk exposure. So now we can show them the data from test boom saying, hey, based on this data, it looks like we need another $30,000 in ad spend. That's going to get us to 400,000 in sales, right? So the beauty of the test boom is it allows us in a 60 day period for a much lower cost, um, mitigate all of our client risk exposure on any new product they want to launch and then set realistic expectations behind it. So now if the returns are strong and positive and if we see a tremendous amount of demand through our system, I can say, hey, Bob, buckle up. It's time to go big. And then we then we take you into launch boom. So now we go do the video. We leverage the data from the test to build a data driven video. That video is going to allow us to hire the right actors or actresses that are focused on the right demographics based on what the data showed us from the test, who's gonna buy. So now we put more money into the video. Now we manage a bigger pre-launch ad budget. And now we stack the deck with tens of thousands of leads and thousands of paid reservations. Um, The reservation funnel is something that we've pioneered in our industry. And the reason it's so powerful is because every other agency out there, they'll build a lead funnel to support any type of launch. And what that means is, Bob, you're on Facebook, you see a product that I'm advertising, you're like, that's cool, you click on it. I redirect you to a landing page that my team builds and we'll say, hey, Bob, join our VIP community and get access to even better pricing before we launch. Join our VIP community today so we get them to submit their email and opt in. That becomes my client's database that they can now remarket to. Now, what we do is instead of waiting for the crowdfunding launch, we then pull them into a second funnel as soon as they give us their email. And we say, hey, Bob, thanks so much for joining our VIP community. Please know that the first thousand backers are gonna get an even lower price and early delivery before everybody else. So if you're interested today, Bob, all you have to do is pull out your credit card and give us a $1 money back guarantee deposit. And we're gonna guarantee you the better deal today before we launch. So what I'm doing is I'm building two funnels. I'm building a lead funnel and I'm building a reservation funnel. My lead funnel is going to convert at normally maybe three or 4%, which is standard. Um, So if I have 10,000 leads before launch, I know I've got three or 400 sales when I do launch on Kickstarter or Indiegogo. But the the reservation funnel is the most powerful because it's consumer intent to buy, purchase intents there. Right, they've already placed that dollar deposit. So we see a third or more of the reservations convert when we launch. 
So if I only have 3,000 reservations before launch, I have an additional 1,000 or more sales or backers on Kickstarter or Indiegogo. And this is all the information we're building before we launch, which is how we always have those massive launch booms. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, super interesting for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, are there any products that you see, and I know it's, as you mentioned, really hard to tell on what's gonna be successful and what's not gonna be successful, but do you see any, any trends in some of the products that people are coming up with these days? Uh, and also hit on if there's anything that you've seen that's just been awful and just knowing this is not going to work right that's away. That's a Bob, that's an excellent question. Really, really good question. So at the end of the day, what we're looking at are who are the audiences on Kickstarter and Indiegogo? And today what we know to be true is that the audiences are dominated primarily by males ages 25 to 45 years of age. So we're usually looking at verticals and products that are going to appeal to that type of demographic. So for example, like crowdfunding projects that haven't done as well are products that are more geared towards females, like cosmetic products, mm. right? Like those are great products for Amazon, but not necessarily Kickstarter. Right. Make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, sure. so, so whenever we're looking at any new product or working with any new entrepreneur, we're always looking at what does that product, what type of audience will that appeal to most? And if it is more appealing to a male audience, then we'll take it through test boom. Because I, I don't want to just test products to test products. I really want to test products to launch products, right? So again, I, we're always like super specific and really clear with the expectation we set with our clients when they come in. Because we 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 love launching products here at LaunchBoom. You know, today we launch hundreds of products every year on Kickstarter, Indiegogo. We're the number one agency in the world at what we do, and um, we've got just like a super strong reputation in our space because we, we take really good care of our, our clients and entrepreneurs in general. So really the, the whole purpose here at LaunchBoom is to first, let's mitigate the risk exposure on any new product launch. And then second, after we take them through test boom and we've got the data we need to justify taking them into a launch boom, now we're able to help better um, set the expectation with what type of budgets they need to plug into that crowdfunding launch so we can maximize the outcome. And then from there, we can also show them how much profit margin they're making per unit that we're moving through that system because we can easily reverse engineer the numbers at that point to show them what that's going to look like. So the whole purpose here, Bob, is, hey, let's go through crowdfunding, but let's drive a big enough volume sale so it actually makes business sense for that entrepreneur to now have enough money to place a minimum order so they can produce, deliver, and launch their brand faster. And then what's really cool about LaunchBoom is we've built an e-commerce division where what we do on the e-commerce side is after crowdfunding ends, all of our clients want to keep growing and scaling their businesses. So we can now plug that into our e-commerce team and we can we can scale so much faster there on the e-commerce side. We custom build on Shopify. Uh, we've got a super aggressive marketing strategy there where we see even better returns from the ads we spend post crowdfunding because of all the learnings from that crowdfunding process. Right, it actually, right. it applies really well when we transition over to e-com. So it's been a lot of fun building LaunchBoom the last seven years. Um, not only have we really figured out the crowdfunding aspect and system where we can literally guarantee 100% uh, successful outcomes to our clients. And it's because of the testing we do first that allow us to understand what that looks like going into the LaunchBoom uh, to justify that, that bigger investment and to take on more risk there. Um, or I shouldn't say more risk, but like put more dollars into it because now we know we're going to go big. 
But what's really exciting is being able to continue on supporting the client with continuing to grow profitably. And we do that through Shopify, our e-commerce division. And it's exciting because now we work with our clients for years. It's not just a crowdfunding campaign anymore. As we wind down our conversation here, Will, a little bit, uh, I want to hit on something that you mentioned right off the top of our, our talk. And that was you've had uh, a lot of successes and a lot of failures in, in business. And the biggest lessons that you learned were you know, from some of those failures. Um, what is it, if you could dial it down to maybe one or two things, were the big, biggest lessons that you learned? And then also, how does that relate to the people that you're talking to now and, and some of the mistakes that you see others make as they're getting into entrepreneurship? Yeah, Bob, that's an excellent question. And I could go on for an hours about that topic. <laughs> right. But I'll, I'll keep it simple. Um, I'd say if anyone here listening is looking to launch a consumer product and they've heard of crowdfunding, but they've never actually done a crowdfunding campaign because it, you know, it might be scary for them to try something new. Sure. Um, crowdfunding is really your best friend today. And so I'd say the biggest learning for me was that prior to crowdfunding, I was taking on all the risk as an entrepreneur. I had to put the money up. I had to put the time into the marketing plan, the marketing strategy. And then I'd have to make sure that marketing plan worked because if I couldn't sell my initial manufacturing order, I was stuck with a bunch of product that I couldn't move. And it was super, super frustrating. It was, um, hmm. and sometimes that's what killed my business is that I didn't know who I was marketing to. I was kind of flying in the dark, guessing the volume uh, unit orders with my manufacturers. And like I said, if I if I, my marketing didn't take off and if I couldn't move and sell the product, then I was stuck with all the product and I'm upside down before I get started. So I'd say for me, like the biggest learning, and that happened to me prior to Launch Boom, which is what led me to crowdfunding. And then that's when I had the aha moment. I'm like, wait a minute, I can take a prototype today and I can pre-sell thousands of units of that prototype to people all over the world, basically getting huge amounts of PR marketing exposure. And then I get their dollars in my bank account. So now I can actually pay for a larger volume order up front because now I know I've got the demand here. Like to me, the smartest thing about crowdfunding is it's the best way to validate demand of new products. And it's the best way to significantly lower your financial risk exposure as an entrepreneur launching any new product. So again, I, I'd say that's the biggest takeaway from my previous companies and learnings, which led me to crowdfunding. And that's why I love what we do here at LaunchBoom, because it's a smarter, safer way to validate demand and launch any type of consumer new product, as long as it appeals to a male dominated demographic. Right, right. Well, Will, thanks so much for being here today. Really appreciate it. Continued success with Launch Boom and um, look forward to connecting again real soon. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it, Bob. Talk soon. All right.